Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 6, you will hear stories from our seventh collection, Twists and Turns. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. This story is read by the author. Medusa's Diary by Rosemary Harrington. 1958. My mother relates that in her early childhood years, she lived in India during the empire. My then seven-year-old mother was placed in the custody of a slender, tall ayah with a red dot on her forehead. Her ayah taught her how to wrap a turban and how to curse in Hindi. She took my mother to Dikta Beach, where they would wade in tide pools, scouring for sea creatures. My mother casually overturned a large flat rock from which a two-foot snake slid over her feet. My mother screamed. Her ayah rushed to her with her sari flapping in the wind. When my mother would not stop screaming, her ayah slapped her across her tear-stained face. 1963. My mother retells the snake story, but now the snake is three feet long. 1970. My mother repeats the snake episode during a visit with my future in-laws in America. The snake is now six feet long. 1972. My new husband has graduated from Navy Flight School and we are stationed in California. The squadron commander hosts a cocktail party. Upon arrival, the captain asks my husband to assist him with something in the garage. They disappear only to reappear, cradling a giant boa constrictor. Captain Drexler wants everyone to stretch out his pet snake so he can take a Polaroid picture. I sneak into the hallway. In the next room, they are spreading the snake. I pop into the background just as Captain Drexler requests participants to smile, shouting, Cheese, everyone! Before this assignment, Captain Drexler had been the Russian interpreter for the president. He would have been on the hotline between the White House and the Kremlin. I wonder if the CIA knows he keeps a lethal weapon in his garage. 1977, we are deployed to Tokyo, Japan. We live on base. My five-year-old son, Keir, is over at the Sanders' house next door, playing with their children. I hear an ambulance siren pulling up outside the Sanders. I see Becky Sanders carrying Keir. What happened, I yell. Becky replies, Keir and Scott were playing soccer in the backyard. Keir slipped and there was a mamushi snake. The doctor in the ER is known widely for his misdiagnoses. He stands calmly peering over his Navy-issue spectacles, staring at his wristwatch. How long ago did this happen? he inquires. 
About five or six minutes, I guesstimate. He looks at me and announces, There isn't an antidote for a mamushi. The doctor continues matter-of-factly, If it had been a mamushi, he would be dead by now. 2020. New house in North Carolina. A new husband. I venture into our shrub-enclosed secret garden with its three-tiered fountain. I am enjoying this hidden place with light and sun filtering through the trees to my back. I am reading an article on epigenetics in which twins who were separated at birth share identical life choices. I am engrossed in the theory that genetic memory could be in our DNA and cellular structure. I notice a glint above the page. I peer up. Coiling itself around the fountain is a seven-foot golden snake. I inch my way to the opening and skedaddle into the house. 2021. I'm in my home office one evening. My daughter, Ashley, is getting ready for the night shift at a fast food establishment. I see my husband returning from work through my window. He enters by the front door. This is unusual. He always uses the back door. I join him in the den at 6.30 to watch the news. Ashley has gone off to sling hamburgers. My cell phone rings. Ashley's calling. She sounds ticked off. Tell Dad to sanitise the back door handle and to leave the front porch lights on. I'm coming in the front door tonight. What are you talking about, I ask. There is a long pause. Dad didn't tell you? There is another pause. About the snake... Ashley continues, the snake that was wrapped around the back door handle. I am curt when I reply, no, he did not. I hang up the phone. My husband explains, I knew you would be upset, he declares. Besides, the snake wasn't that big. I am riled. Where is it now, I inquire. I don't understand your phobia about snakes, he responds somewhat bewildered. He puts his arms around me. You are a strong woman. You will figure this out. At that moment, I recall epigenetics and the passing of fears through molecular structure. Could my mother's childhood trauma be the culprit? In my dreams... My mother's snake is now 18 feet long. Have I the right to blame my mother? As all dutiful daughters do. Copyright 2022, Rosemary Harrington. Rosemary Harrington resides in Wilmington, North Carolina. Rosemary is a member of the Cape Fear Poetry and Prose Society and the Port City Playwrights Project. Her background is in theater. Rosemary's plays have been performed all over the United States and Great Britain. In 2018, her full-length play, Detained, was produced by Up Theater New York. 
Roseberry was winner of the New Playwrights Project by Utah Shakespeare Company for her play Six Seconds. Rosemary is a life member of the Dramatist Guild. This is her first foray into short story writing. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the seven anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.